Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Rain Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. And of course, if you can't listen to us live, noon Pacific time here in Seattle, you can always listen to us online. You can go to energyintuitive.com or Mike, where can they go else in the internet world and get streamed live radio? Couple of choices. You can also go to 1150kknw.com. Look on the upper right-hand corner on the homepage, and you'll see a little blue button that says Listen Live. Click on that, and your media player will open up, and you can check us out. Wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. So today on the show, we're going to be talking about who do you have in your life? Who do you allow to surround you in your life? Are these people cheerleaders for you? Are they helpers? Do they support you? Or do you feel like you allow them to drain your energy? And I know that sounds different than how most people explain it. A lot of people say, no, that person drains my energy. But in reality, nobody can do anything to you unless you allow them to do that. So do you surround yourself with people who drain your energy because you allow them? Or do you really feel uplifted and supported and guided in phenomenal ways? One of the fascinating things about life, especially in this physical reality, we have so many beings in the non-physical world that actually surround us all the time maybe a hundred beings around each person, which I find fascinating. And and sometimes those beings kind of look at us awkwardly, like they work so hard to help us and uplift us and bring us to balance. And then we surround ourselves with human beings who actually don't do that for us. And we seem content with it, yet we have these desires and these dreams and we wonder why things aren't happening. But if you don't have the support that you need to make things change in your life, it's very difficult to let it happen when you constantly have to rebuild your energy. And many times that can come from those people that we allow to have in our life, which I always think is fascinating. So that's what we're talking about today on the show. We're taking your calls, of course. And what numbers can people use, Mike, to get a hold of us? We got a couple of them uh, for a toll-free number from anywhere in the world, actually. 877-825-8828. And if you're calling locally, check us out at 425-373-5527. Wonderful. Thank you. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and see who we have. Our first caller is Sue Ann. She's calling from Seattle. She'd like a general reading and uh, she's revved up. Not sure why. (laughs) Welcome, Sue Ann. Hi. Hi, Sue Ann. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. So you don't know why you're revved up. You're just feeling excited. Well, I could be that I'm going through 13 years of personal paperwork, cards, and uh, Uh I have draft letters when I write a letter to somebody or send a card I make a draft and so I'm kind of going through that mm-hmm. um, it, it's interesting that you're talking about the cheerleaders and the hundred beings around us because what I'll do is it's the being, beings that I know that have already left m- mostly family mm-hmm. that have died and I'll call upon them by name to surround me, and I'll ask for them to help me and just to support me, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. what I'm doing in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a comment to, to make about that. Most 
people who've been in our lives in human form, when they cross over to the other side, it isn't always in our best interest to ask them to be of support to us. If they were when, when they were on the physical plane, and I mean honestly with great integrity, then clearly you want to continue to ask people to do that for you. But not everyone's like that. I mean, family members don't always get along. Friends have issues, have their buttons pushed. So it's usually in in our highest good to ask for those beings who are not emotionally connected to us, like spirit guides and angels and beings of that nature. And actually, family members won't show up if they can't, with integrity, be there to support us because they can see the bigger picture and they can see their own filters and their own wounds and how that they can't really show up for a loved one unconditionally. So they'll actually step back rather than come forward. So it's just something to keep in mind about how can I really let those who can authentically support me be in my life, whether they're in a body or if they're not in a body. Well, thank you. Because You're welcome. I didn't feel like I was getting listened to or the help that I need. Yeah. I, I feel a little lost. So. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, a lot of family members who you know, I obviously don't know very well, but some you know, great uncles and great aunts and even grandparents um, who I, I wouldn't have probably enjoyed on uh, on a level that I enjoy the family that I connect with in, you know, now in my life. I mean, we're very, very different people. We have very different values and belief systems. And even though I can talk to people on the other side, I don't spend time talking to them, nor do they seek me out because we're on very different vibrational level, levels. And so um, just because someone's on the other side doesn't mean that they have gone to nirvana. It doesn't mean that they've really expanded their consciousness. Whatever you are working on in this lifetime, if you haven't finished working on it, you still have to work on it. And so um, a lot of people have a lot of work to do on the other side. And they're, they can't always be there in the way we think and we hope that they could be. But your angels and your spirit guides can be. And thank you so much for calling in. That was great. Well, can you give me, um, since I... Am feel like I'm struggling. What what is it that I need to do? Because I'm trying to let go, and something's getting in my way. I'm not not able to. Like I have a, I I need to either like right now. I there's a provider. I ne- either need to confront her or let it go. And well, you know I. One of the things you can do is just ask from your higher self, what would be in my best interest regarding this situation? And let your intuition guide you about what is in your highest good. Using the term highest good can resolve any situation with amazing clarity and actually quite quickly because it's in the highest good for the other person as well. And and you know when you're in your highest good when you're not in your emotional components of whatever's happening in the situation. So highest good information is actually quite neutral very fair for everyone involved, um, but it's it's not about guilt or anxiety or responsibility. And so that's the difference between being in your higher self and being in kind of your responsibility or guilt-ridden um, decision-making. So that's what I would recommend that you do. Okay? And, and how do I listen for the answer? Well... What's in my highest good, and then how do I sit quietly to listen for it to come? Well, and, and that may be something that you have to cultivate on your own. Um, but yes, learning to sit quiet, quietly is kind of unique and different for each person. Everyone know, you know, each person when they learn that practice can identify when they're there. So if you've had moments like that, then I would work towards getting back to that space. Okay? Okay, and I, I know I asked for a general reading and you 
Really? I'm going to go ahead and go on to other callers, okay. though, because we have other callers. And thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. And thank you. All right. And Mike. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. So who else do we have, Mike? Let's uh, head on down to Tacoma. We've got Annette Holding, and uh, she would like a general reading on her health. Annette, mm-hmm. say hello to Marie. Hi, Marie. Thanks so much for taking my call. I really enjoy your show. Oh, thank you. It's really fun, by the way. I, I have a blast when I do it. It's just uh, a really f- interesting experience and uh, uh, quite um, growth potential for me as well. It comes through. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're so sweet. Have you been tired lately? Yes. Uh, how long? Um, well, I had some health issues at the beginning of the summer. Uh-huh. Um, so for about three months. Okay. Um, have you had bouts of this before, like 10 years ago? Okay, yeah. So, you know, you have this interesting kind of like autoimmune thing that kicks in every once in a while. It could be difficult to diagnose. Um, if, if, so it feels like you're you're coming out of the pattern right now, like probably in the next. Well, you're going to feel definitely, you're probably already starting to feel better, but by de- December there will definitely be an improvement. But, but by next March is when you're going to feel like, oh, I'm out of the clear sort of a thing, or I'm in the clear sort of a okay. kind of experience. So that when autoimmune you know, issues kind of trigger up in a person's body, especially if they tend to go that direction in their health. Um, that's one of the reasons why I love holistic medicine, because I've had, you know, bouts of having my immune system challenged in my life. So I, I know how difficult it can be, especially when it's not diagnosable. You know, there are some people who can be diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder and they, they know, okay, this is what I have. But a lot of, you know, not completely um symptoms that don't completely come to the surface, but are just kind of there creating, you know, a little bit of problems, right. they're harder to diagnose. So what this is about, this is about your self-love. And so I would imagine in the last year, something has come up that has made you feel a little bit uncomfortable. It could even be something very good in your life. Because people who have challenges with loving themselves, even good things can feel stressful. So has something okay. happened in the last year? Um, I am going to be going through a divorce. Ah, okay. So, and for the last year, we have been living in the same home but separated. Uh-huh. And are you guys going to rectify that soon? No. Oh, are we going to actually get separated um, and physically move from each other? Yes. Yes. Good. Yes. And is that yes. coming up soon? I hope. <laughs> I'm working so, on it. So what's holding it up? Um, kids. Uh-huh. Well, and kids and finances. Okay. And I'm not disagreeing with you, but here's what I keep hearing, and it's probably from your guides, and they're even writing it out in the air for me. You are being too nice, is what they're saying. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they say that you're being too nice. So, and I understand every family has to figure out what, what works well for them. You know, how can we best support our family during this transition? Um, however... What I'm also hearing is that he's complaining too much, not actually moving forward, and you're giving him too much free time or too much play time, I guess I could say, in this uh, obvious decision that's going to happen. And he actually hopes that you will change your mind. I bet he died. He does. I feel that. Yeah. So uh, how long have you guys been, you know, separated but living together? Um. A solid year, probably actually longer, a year and a half. Okay, I think that's plenty of time. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. So you need to set a, down, a, a deadline and a boundary so that he needs to be out by a certain time. I think that I would take the kids and actually move. And why is that? Um, because the home that we're in um, is on the market, and eventually we're all going to have to move. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, yeah, no, so that's, that sounds be fine. I thought a better fresh start. Okay, so that means you need to go find a place to live. But right. temporarily, it's not sold yet. You don't know when it's going to, because I keep getting you should stay in the house. I mean, when really? you were talking, I'm like, okay, logically that makes sense, but intuitively it doesn't to me. Because you don't know, the house could sell in five months, six months, seven months. It could sell next year, it could sell tomorrow. We don't know for sure, but why should you move the kids twice? Really? Yes. So, I never thought of that. Well, because you're being too nice. You know, I am. You are. And and why move the children out of their environment when there's already enough change, you know, occurring clearly? One of the things that research has shown is if parents can, you know, keep their kids at least during the transitional part in the same home, uh-huh. then it actually benefits the children because otherwise it's just too much change. So I want to, you know, appreciate you and your spouse for working as hard as you can to make things happen and even living together under stressful circumstances because it's not easy to cohabitate when you don't want to be with that person anymore. Right. Um, So, yeah, I would stay in the house and ask him to move. He needs like a one bedroom apartment or two if the kids are going to stay with him. Or what you could do is when he has the weekends with the kids or whatever you two decide, maybe you can go someplace to be on your own. That would work. Okay. Yeah, you've just given me so many great ideas. <laughs> I called for some, some health, and it just is all related. Well, because I'm not worried about your health. I mean, I know that you've got some underlying issues. I know they come up, and you take good care of yourself. You do nutri- good nutrition. You eat well. You exercise. You, it's something that's on the forefront of your mind. So it's not something that I'm concerned about when I look at your energy system, and I think this is more related to your emotions and being too nice. In fact, I want you to write that down somewhere and say, you know, the guides have said, I'm being too nice. I'm writing it as we speak. Good. Just so you can be reminded of the fact that you overcompromise. Wow. Makes total sense. Thank you. You're I welcome. I so appreciate it. You're welcome. It's my pleasure and have a beautiful day. You too. All righty. You're welcome. Bye. So we're live here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show where energy and medicine meet, taking calls, talking about who you surround yourself with. And we're going to take a break right now and we'll be right back. Are you curious about the other side or afterlife experiences? You may not remember living in this alternate realm, but it is your true home. Marie has worked with thousands of clients providing closure and healing for those living here on Earth and those now living on the other side. Join Marie at her Other Side Workshop Saturday, October 8th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Join Marie on October 20th for her Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Stepping into Consciousness will be held from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. That's 425-825-5671. 
Manson Mitchell, Mastery and Mystery, on Alternative Talk 1150 KKNW. Fifty years ago this month, Betty and Barney Hill took a weekend trip to Canada. By the time they returned home to New Hampshire, they had experienced something that would change the way millions look at the universe. Kathleen Martin, Betty's niece, joins Manson Mitchell on Saturday to commemorate the 50th anniversary of the Betty and Barney Hill UFO abduction case. That's Manson Mitchell, Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Outside the box, outside the norm, inside your radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry's show. It's Tuesday Boot Camp for the Soul, and we're talking about who do you surround yourself with? What kind of people do you have in your life? Do they inspire you? I read a long time ago, I'm sure many of you have as well, that you should surround yourself with people that you would like to be like. Um, and maybe it's just a certain area of their life that you appreciate or multiple areas, but that's what I try to do. I surround myself with people who I find interesting. Um, what's the word? I want? Ambitious, because I love to be ambitious. I surround myself with people who are in good relationships. In fact, I have a rule in my life, and people always laugh when I tell them this, that I don't have close personal friends. In other words, I don't spend close personal time with people who are not in healthy partnership. Um, because that's something that I'd like to create some time in my life. And so that's a rule that I have. And people always look at me kind of oddly when I say that. But it's really true. If you want to have something in your life, you need to make sure that you've surrounded yourself with people who are already living that in their life. At least that's what I think. Um, so that's what we're talking about. And of course, Mike, this is our last day together. Well, it's not our last that's day. That's true. Because there will always be another day. <laughs> but yes, uh uh, Eric will be back, I believe, on Thursday. So uh, you, you'll you hear all about his adventures to wh- wherever you went. London, <laughs> yeah. I believe it was. We were yeah. speculating that it's, it has a European kind of a flair yeah. to it. And it's I, where he I, loves to go. I'd be surprised if he went anywhere else. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> so we've enjoyed having you um, be the audio engineer for the show these last few weeks. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And good news to report your back is feeling better. One of the benefits of uh, doing your show is I got some great advice. I have a chronic back condition that I've had pretty much my entire adult life. And it's kind of a semi-annual event where uh, my uh, I'll tweak my back and there'll be muscle spasms. And uh, it's it could be the upper back, it could be the lower back. And this time around, it was the lower back. And it was really aggravated. And you gave me some great advice to work on my heart chakra by um, imagining uh, the flowing of water coming right into the center Mm. of my back. It took me a while to sort of get in the routine of thinking that. But about probably about this time last week, I really started to concentrate and started to do the exercise. And I am pleased to report today I am uh, pain-free, so thank you You're welcome. It's my pleasure, and we're just grateful that you now have a technique that you can use. And I wouldn't wait till your back hurts. I would make this a lifelong exercise. Absolutely. I I stretch my back every morning. As I said, uh, this is something that I've dealt with my entire adult life. So I do uh, about 10 or 15 minutes worth of stretching, and I've incorporated this exercise into all the other little stretches that I do. So I'm, I'm a happy camper. Thank I'm you. really thank happy. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. I'm, I'm grateful that you had such great success, and we look forward to your back staying healthy forever and ever and ever. Yes, so who do we have on the line? Diana has been waiting patiently, calling from <laughs> Snohomish, and uh, she's just gotten over a rather draining relationship. So, Diana, welcome to the show, and say hi to Marie. Thanks. Hi. Hi, Diana. I'm so sorry about... Well, I'm really happy you left it, quite frankly. Well, yeah, you know, it's really funny. 
Um, I left this draining relationship, and my husband or ex-husband, it's just a legal separation. He has totally stepped up to the plate. It's Aww. not a draining relationship anymore. It's like a Aww. miracle. Miracles happen every day. It's really true, isn't it? Yes, but I wonder if you can just get a take on, was this truly a draining relationship? And my health, comment on my health and my back. I just got some good advice about water flowing down my back. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, here's what, you know, he's a really nice guy. And so he's a nice person. Sometimes it's hard to tell when someone's not acting out in a way that we've determined is negative. And so why would we leave them, you know, or even a job? It's There's nothing bad there, but we're not feeling fulfilled. And mm-hmm. I would just say in the relationship, you weren't feeling fulfilled. And I just think that you are a good teacher for him. And I actually think he even appreciates that, especially right now, as you said, he's appreciating you more and more and more. But it doesn't, it, you aren't learning from him. So th- it's really hard to be in relationships when you're the only teacher. It's exhausting. Yeah. Did, did you know that? Yeah. I'm oh. exhausted continually. I have chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia. Yeah, but those things are also doing better. So at least in my opinion, I'm not, you know, living your life, so I'm not there every single day. But I think that it's mostly from you overgive. And that's why the exercise that I gave to Mike really resonates with you because it's all about receiving, taking energy in your body. And fibromyalgia, one of the things that happens is the secondary chakras in the body, they're the smaller ones. There's over 3,000 of them in your body. And what happens with fibromyalgia is they get stuck. They stop spinning or their spin is so slow that I can't even see it in the body with my clairvoyance. And so you're not moving a lot of energy. So your body fills up with more stagnant. It takes much, It takes a lot more time to release the stagnant energy. And it's really challenging to receive vital life force energy in your body. And you're a really strong, energetic person. You have a strong personality. So the type of partner that would work well for you is another person who is a strong personality, not in a negative way, in a, in a positive way. You, you, you need to have energy where you can bounce off of someone, not just give and have it sucked out of your body. Which, by the way, you allowed to have happen. So that, okay, good. I love that. You know, taking responsibility is the biggest part of healing. It just is. It just absolutely is. So this particular exercise about receiving is when anyone compliments you, although Mike did a great job, he just incorporated it into his daily exercise, which is fabulous. But one way to do it, especially for people who aren't great at receiving because they forget to do the exercise, (laughs) is when anyone compliments you or says thank you, is to visualize like beautiful water moving in your back or a flock of hummingbirds or, you know, heat or a melody, but something in a very large quantity so that you'll get used to taking in all that energy that you need. You're a very strong, energetic person. You need a constant flow of energy in your body or you will get depleted. Okay. Does that help? Yeah, it does help a lot. I wonder where I should go with my relationship. Are you getting that I should move for somebody with a strong personality? Well, here's the thing. You know, right now he's showing up in a really great way, and I think you're going to have a lovely end to this relationship, but it's making you question it because he's now doing the things that you've been asking him to do. But he's doing it out of fear, not because he went, this is the type of person I want to be. This is how I want to grow. He's doing it out of fear. And when people do things out of fear, it's, it's going to be short-lived. It's not going to last long. They're not really incorporating it into their energetic system or their consciousness. He's just reacting out of fear. Okay. But you'll make your own wonderful decision. I'm not worried about you in that regard. So. Yes, I will. Yeah, you Thank will. Thank you for the insight. You're welcome. Love you, Marie. Love you, too. Have a great day. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. See who else do we have. 
Well, let's go on to Melissa, who's calling from Linwood, and she wants to know if you see a change or anything coming up in terms of her career. Mm. Melissa, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm good. Good. Are you doing anything to change your career? Well, yes. Okay, what are you doing? I'm, I'm, I have a friend of mine that's helping me, because um, we just did her move, so I'm waiting she said that she was going to help me. It's a tedious, long process on this application. Mm. So you kind of got to have a way in. Mm-hmm. She's my way in. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to be getting together. I think we're getting together next week to get that kind of started, that process going. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to move into um, some science field work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, maybe even uh, top secret stuff. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I, I'm not saying, huh, because I, I don't think that's, I think that would be really cool and fun and kind of exciting. You know, like I, I love mysteries. I love crime, you know, uh, series on television. I love all well, that stuff. Yeah, this would be science. Yeah. yeah. I, but I love all that stuff. But here's the part that I, when you talk about it, I don't feel a flexion in your voice. I'm not feeling your joy. And so I'm also not saying don't do it because you, you need change. and this, So change would be good for you. And if it's going to start to get you to that happy place, that's excellent. But I want you to really spend more time in your body and start to really feel if something is making you happy or not. Because I don't think you quite know that yet. You don't, in my opinion, you don't quite know what brings you joy and what doesn't bring you joy. And when people you know, move into their life purpose or a super healthy relationship or they find the right things for their body or they start to create healthy resources. It's a joyful experience. And so you need to learn to identify what areas or what things about you or that you could connect to bring you more joy. That's where I would spend the majority of your time. First of all, once you get the application done, it's going to have a lot more positive energy around it once you turn it into the organization. So that part's excellent. It will only help you okay. get the job. But you really need to figure that out. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, like, do I really want to work there? Right. <laughs> and do you really want to have a cup of coffee today? When really, when really, I'd rather just jump right into the science part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like it's you need to be clear about what's going to really make you happy. And from what I can see, you don't yet know that. And so it's and not just about career, but lots of things, because your energy to manifest, let's say if we were to measure energy, life force energy within a person that they're running and we were going to measure it from zero to 100 percent to manifest, your frequency needs to be vibrating at around 75 percent. You vibrate between 45 and 52 percent right around there. So how do I how do I fix that? No, that's a great question. So it makes it challenging to manifest a lot of things in your life. You probably feel like you have to wait a long time for things to happen or there's like this hit and miss, you know, it kind of comes in and then it goes out too quickly, things like that. So feeling happy is actually how you shift your frequency so that your energy can be higher so that you can have the energy to pull in those things that change your life. So you have to get happier. And the, the easiest technique I know, this comes from Esther and Jerry Hicks. They've written a series of books on manifesting and really understanding the human energy system from um, a vibrational place. Mm-hmm. And this exercise um, is called the 17 sec- second exercise where you stop your negative thinking and you think of something that makes you feel happy. And I don't care if it's chocolate, sex, a beach, it doesn't matter what it is, as long as it can authentically bring you to a happy feeling. And then you feel happy for 17 seconds. 17 seconds of feeling happiness will erase 
thousands of hours of negative thinking. Okay. So that's what yeah, I would I don't, start I, You doing. know, I don't know what happened. My energy just went to crap. I, I For a long time, I was very happy, and then I don't know. We're, well, here's what I on. think happened. I think that you've had a challenge really with joy. I think you're more in your body than you ever have been before. I think you're more observant. You're more conscious. You're more the observer. So you're noticing um, a lack of authentic joy. And that's healthy. That's fantastic because you can't get to an authentic place of feeling joy if you don't recognize that you haven't been there. Mm. Yeah. That's what I think anyway. And I think that okay. you had some core people around you that were probably younger that brought some happiness to you, whether these were children or nieces and nephews, and maybe they've gone off to college or they've moved. And so, you know, you, you haven't learned yet to maintain that frequency within your own body just for you. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Best of luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live in Seattle. You can go to 1150 AM on your radio dial, or you can go to energyintuitive.com and click on listen live button somewhere on the page. I have to really look at that, Mike. I looked at it the other day, but what can I say? I got distracted, obviously, and didn't take a strong mental note. Or people can go to... Your web- the website, yeah. absolutely, uh, 1150kknw.com. Wonderful. Can't beat it. And it, you get a high-quality digital signal. It's a great way to listen at work. Oh, fabulous. Did I, did I just say that out yeah. loud? Yeah. No, mm. but I have a lot of clients and people who listen to the show that listen at work because they tell me, I'm at work right now. I shouldn't be listening to your show, but I am. <laughs> we'll be right back. Get to know your spirit guides at Marie's November 5th Saturday Workshop. Marie, along with her guides and yours, will help you to feel more confident in your connection. This interactive day-long workshop will assist you in unraveling the mystery of your guides. You will learn techniques to better understand their existence in your life and to communicate with them. Come join Marie at the Courtyard on Lake Union on November 5th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Hi, this is Adam Seward. Join me for an afternoon of presence. Awaken life every Monday at 3 p.m. here on Alternative Talk, 1150. For more info, go to www.embracingsilence.com. Become a Reiki master the weekend of September 9th through the 11th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You'll learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You'll receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com for more details. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. 
Tune in to Deborah Silberman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilbermanAstrology.com. Ahead of the talk radio curve, naturally. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meets. We're live here in Seattle. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We just are always grateful by all the wonderful people who are courageous enough to call in and just know that if you call in and ask a question, which I know is a little bit like sitting on the hot seat here, um, you're helping so many other people who aren't calling in, but your story reflects something in their life. And uh, I, I'm thanking you from them, and I know they're thanking you too. So uh, that's absolutely wonderful. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Sure. Let's uh, talk to Raul. And Raul, I apologize if I mispronounced your name. But Raul is calling in from Seattle and uh, would like to talk about a female relationship. Welcome, welcome to the show, Raul. Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm so nervous. I'm oh, sorry. Right yeah. <laughs> so sorry. No, really, you feel like when clients come to my house for the first time, because that's where I work, and I can actually feel them in their car driving to the house. They're so worried about what I'm going to say, and they're really nervous. So I hope that you feel better soon about it all. Yeah, well, I'm actually shaking, but I'll do, I'll do the best I can. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so, you know, I uh, come to, uh, at this point in my life, I feel very, uh, that I'm having a better purpose. I'm happier. You know, there's little things that I, that I do, try to use my thoughts to move up into my vibrational state. Mm. Put it that way, I think I uh, I have a great support group, my mom, my, my sister, you know, my, my nice. friends. I have, I have a great group of friends, and I feel very supportive. I work everywhere. But, here's the but. Um, <laughs> it does. I think like I always come across, or not always come across, but I come across great female companionship, mm-hmm. uh, great partners. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it seems that they don't—they're not what I want right. when I either settle or right. uh, I don't allow to, to what I to what I want really right. to, to come into my life. Right. So it is either panic, fear—I don't know exactly <laughs> what it is—or I just settle and somehow I don't find. Um, the good in the other person. At, at the end, I, I have a great group of female friends, you know, the, the people I hang out with, but it's not translate into the love and the partnership that I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Well, here, here, the first thing I got when you started to talk about partnership is that you, you're a really nice guy, by the way. You're a really nice person, very compassionate, really honest, you have great integrity, and you have a tendency, at least on a relationship level, personal relationship level with women, to attract those women who are needy. And, and I think at first you're all, all excited because you like to help and you like to give good advice. And, and you also have a great belief in people. It's like you believe in the potential of an individual, um, which is lovely, especially as a profession. I think it's important to believe in someone's potential. But when it comes to your own intimate relationship, that person needs to be living their potential. So start paying attention to the women that you're attracted to initially and see if they tend to be somewhat needy. And, and actually, they're strong women. When I look inside, they're really strong. They just want a guy who's going to keep nurturing them without them having to nurture him back. So there's something in your org field that says that, that says, you know, bring me your, your drama, bring me your pain. It's fine. I'll take care of it. But on a, on a deeper level, you're, you don't want that anymore, but you're still someone attracted to it. So you, you want to recognize the fact that you may be attracted to these type of women. We'll find out what you say in just a few moments. And and then go ahead and see who else might be in a room or a coffee shop or at work or at a party. 
you know, who else is there in the room that you also might be attracted to? And it's going to be a woman whose life is really balanced, who um, is a giver as much as you are, who has the same amount of integrity that you do, because your personal relationship for you is supposed to be really, really fun. It should be full of playfulness and travel and great manifesting together. And so you have to maybe have a little bit better of an interview process. Does this make sense, what I'm talking about? It, it does make a lot of sense. Uh, now, what, what I usually uh, think about is, uh, uh, and I know this is going to uh, raise a red flag, but, you know, my career, I don't have a career, I don't, I don't, but I don't know exactly where my passion is to keep going through. So when I see something that might be worth trying, all my insecurities are up front. Uh-huh. And all the wonderful things that I am as a human being get, get in the, stay in the back seat, sort of. So all those things that I'm supposed to be or I'm supposed to have, I know I'm, sure I'm supposed to say this, but it just makes me feel uncomfortable. So all those insecurities, and I know happen with women too, they're always not front, and I try to, I honestly don't know what to do at this point. I mean, I'm 42 years old. And oh, you're a baby. I'm, it's a short, you're, you're young. Don't you know, worry I, about I, it. I, I do feel great. I think I take care great of myself, and I, I, I think I'm yeah. going forward, but the female part is what always somehow right. I get but, come across. And so... But you said the work was good a little while ago, but now you're saying it's not good. I'm just a little confused. I'm sorry. Uh, so work is okay? I, well, in, no, you know, work. Yeah. I, I do a certain job at night, but my career now, I don't have a, a day uh-huh. job. I've been working a lot for uh-huh. the last uh, few years. And so uh-huh. I know I'm trying to find that path, uh-huh. but um, it seems that it's not consistent. So uh-huh. that at one point, it's not the career or it's not the uh, the person sort of that I want to be, you know, during, mm-hmm. during the work hours, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but the interesting thing about partnership is that when you meet the person who's, who could be a great compatible partner for you, they aren't going to get stuck at what your work is. Like some people have health issues and they're worried that they're not going to meet a partner because their health isn't perfect. Well, that's not true either. People who I know who are in really amazing and phenomenal um, relationships, those things that we think are deal breakers or big problems in our lives. They're really not that other person can see beyond that part of, of us. And they can also um, inspire us to be more of who we are, whether it's our finances, our career, our health or whatnot. So maybe you need to decide on which area you want to focus on. I think relationship part should be the one that you're focusing on because that's the one that I think you're more concerned about. I think the work thing is going to work out. I, I absolutely do. I'm not really worried about it. I think that you need a stronger woman who's more balanced in her life, who is as compassionate as you are, and who also has great integrity. And I think the whole work thing, maybe you'll end up working for her. The two of you will start a business together. And when you feel insecure about that part of your life, I would spend some time nurturing you. Like, wow, no, I'm a, I'm a really great person, you know, just silently inside your head. I'm, I'm very ambitious. I'm responsible or whatever you need to tell yourself so you don't feel insecure about whatever your profession is right now. Okay. okay. And, and, you know, interview women, interview them. Don't just jump off the diving board. Ask them questions. You want to have a partner in your life who's really happy. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I have a few more, but I'm pretty sure you have to talk to other people. I, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. You're I'll, welcome. I'll see you soon one other day. Okay. And keep me thank posted. You. you can call back in and let us know how you're doing in that dating front. <laughs> thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Our next caller is uh, Christy. She's calling from Kenmore, and she's calling about, she would like you to scan her back. Scan her the, back. That sure makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Hi, <laughs> right. Christy, how are you? Yeah, and let 
letting go and grieving and letting my daughter go. You know, I got a little text this morning from Africa. She's doing fine. And, oh, good. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. You know, I don't know who people are when they call into the show because I don't even remember clients. It's kind of embarrassing. I just taught a Reiki workshop recently, and, and I ask everyone to report while they're in the class, you know. Um, and so they talk about, oh, I've been seeing Marie for years. I'm like, uh-oh, I don't remember them because I just don't remember people. Um, it's just how I keep myself detached from people after I read for them uh-huh. so that I'm not worried about them and I'm not trying to keep giving to them. Um, but as soon as you mentioned your daughter in Africa, I know exactly who you are. And I'm okay. very proud of you because she she's tough. She can take care of herself, I'm telling you. Yeah. Right? Right. So now you want me to scan your back to see if it yeah, got softer? It starts, yeah. I want to make sure um, what is, that it's releasing because I feel like it is slowly getting better. I'm taking right. a lot of vitamins and do a lot of self-care, and I'm actually going to go have like a facial massage tonight. Oh, so. great. That'll be good. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, um, I, I would say that I don't see the softness that I would love to see in everyone's spine. Uh-huh. But I loved what you said that it's slowly improving because that is what it's like when it comes to the back in terms of letting go of anything, surrendering. Yeah. Um, and and here's what I would do is just keep on visualizing energy moving into your back because okay. holding on doesn't allow energy to come in. And now that you're letting go, just start visualizing. I'm doing it for you right now, but I won't be able to do it all day because I'm going to go and see clients after the radio show. So just start visualizing beautiful energy moving into your spine to really feed that area. And I think that by, um, I think Monday, either this coming Monday or the following, I'm sorry that I just keep seeing Monday, but I think I want it to be sooner, but I think it's a week from Monday Mm -hmm. that you're going to go, oh my God. God, this Yay. feels so good. Yay. I know. I know every day I go, oh, I want to feel just wonderful. I mean, every little day, just a little bit. That's fantastic. A little I, bit is an improvement. I think that's amazing. Congratulations to you. That Great. is just lovely. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Have a fabulous day. I will. You have a fabulous day. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. So, so one of the fun um, things that, oops, sorry. Um, one of the fun things that's going to be happening um on Thursday is because, you know, Thursdays I interview people and I'll be interviewing Sally Felton. She's the author of GPS for Success from the industry's leading expert. So she has um, all kinds of people she interviewed about their life, their dream job and what they do. One of them is Stephen Covey. He's very popular and well-known. And Dr. John Gray, also a well-known person. So that'll be really fun to interview her and talk about some of these famous people. And Mike, you have a, a question that someone wrote into the website. I do. I have an email from Patty. And Patty says, thank you, Marie, for a great show. I have become a regular listener who finds your advice to be most helpful. I've been looking for a job for three years and as yet not been successful. I have Sue Frederick's book and have done the exercises, which has helped me to be more focused on the areas that I would be good in. I also found Dana Quaid's book, Most Helpful, and it has me looking for my planned contribution in this life. I've also read all about numerology to help give me some ideas. My spirit guides and I have a good relation. My question is, Am I doing something that's keeping me from getting a job? Thank mm. you so much for all your help. And again, that was from Patty. Lovely. I, what a great question because she's obviously working really hard to let this happen, you know. Um, it's, yeah, working very hard to make that happen. At any rate, um, what I would recommend is to really ask the question, am I afraid to have a successful career? That's what I would do, um, Patty, is go ahead and ask that question. Am I afraid 
to have a successful career. And when you do that, sit in your abdominal cavity. Because I always think when you've done a lot, you know, from a physical perspective, from a spiritual perspective, to create something you want in your life and it still isn't happening, happening, um, then I would go ahead and ask that question. Go sit in your lower abdomen. And this is for Patty, who is actually a man. So I apologize if I referred to you as a woman, Patty. Um, sit in your lower abdomen and then ask, once you really feel like you're in that part of your body, am I afraid to have a successful career? Because I do think that actually more people are afraid to be happy, fulfilled, wealthy, healthy, in loving partnerships and friendships. I think that human beings know how to do the opposite. We know how to struggle we know how to make life difficult. Um, we know how to uh, make life work when we don't have enough resources. We're really, really good at that. <laughs> so it takes, I, I think, a certain level of comfort to be happy, successful in all those other areas of your life. So I hope that's helpful, and we wish you a great day here on the show. And thank you so much for writing into the website. In fact, I um, my newsletter will be released in about a week. It comes out quarterly, and we always do answer questions um, in the newsletter. So um, if you want to write in to the, the newsletter and go ahead and have a question available, that's great. And if we have too many, we'll put you on the next newsletter or we'll ask the question here on the show. So you don't even have to call in if you don't want to. And all the shows are archived. So you can go to my website, click on podcasts. You can listen to it right there online or you can sign up for the podcast and it will just immediately be delivered to, um, to uh, your um, device, whatever that is. And I just have to ask, how does yeah. one subscribe to the newsletter? Yeah, there's a little box you fill out. It's free. It's on, right the, on website. the website. <laughs> yeah. I've never done it, and I don't have an iPod, so I always feel like, okay, I've never done it, so I'm not really sure. But, yeah, there's just a little thing you fill out, and then it automatically happens. <laughs> Great. Good to know. I think you, you'll have a new... Uh, newsletter subscriber and me here as soon as oh, I can remember to do great. it. Great. Absolutely. I, I have a great article coming up um, about uh, holistic medicine, you know, because I believe we can't live without conventional medicine. And I love medicine. I find it fascinating. But I don't believe we can no longer live whole lives without holistic medicine as well. So I've written this article about that, and um, I hope that you enjoy it and, and find it fascinating. And then, of course, um, not this not this Thursday, but next Thursday, we're going to have Christopher Renstrom. He's one of our favorite astrologers. He calls in from Utah. He's um, been featured on um, LifetimeTV.com and Allure Magazine and on Stargate uh, I think it's Stargate Magazine from the San Francisco Chronicles. So he's a very well-known astrologer. He gives incredible advice. Um, and so he'll be on the show. So you definitely want to call in and leave your birth information so that you can get a reading from him. Hmm. So we've been talking about uh, who you surround yourself with. So does that any of that ring true for you, Mike? I mean, is that something that you're careful about, who you, who you have in your life, or how does that work for you? Very much so. I guess I would have to define myself as a somewhat private person, but ah. those uh, that circle of friends is near and dear, and people don't come and go too often. And I guess uh, I could say that uh, you know I'm a, I'm an older person, so I somewhat set in my ways, but uh, I really do value and treasure my friends because they're uh, in many ways what what I'm all about. Mm. Oh, that's nice. That's really lovely. That's lovely. Yeah, I'm one of th- I'm the opposite of you. So if I'm one, I'm one of those people that I feel like I've got a lot to get done in this lifetime. And so I don't, if I, if my friendships can't really be there for me, I move on. So, um, I've had a lot of moving on in my life. 
Um, right now, I feel like the people who are in my life um, will be there for the rest of my life. I always hope that. Oh, these guys will be here for the next 30 years. Yay. And then, oops, no, I can't maintain those friendships any longer because they're not supportive of me. Um, That's it, interesting. I have uh-huh. two friendships, uh, which are, I guess I would call remote in that we don't see each other. But what when we do or if we you know talk on the phone, it's like we don't skip a beat. It's uh-huh. just It's just right there and we just pick up wherever we left off. And uh, I I find that very interesting. Yeah. Well, those are really profound because they already know your history, right? Right. So you don't have Mm -hmm. to explain everything. No games, no, uh, just be yourself. And uh, everybody knows who everybody is. (laughs) Right. No, And those are great, especially if you have a problem, they know your whole history. So when you have the conversation, they can give you advice from really knowing you. Yeah, I think that's lovely. I did have a friend that... um, we were friends for quite a while. We were both nurses at Evergreen. And then we took like a hiatus from each other, like a four-year hiatus because, again, I didn't feel like I was being supported. And I told her, and she goes, you're right. <laughs> and I go, oh, okay. But she didn't know what to do about it, and I didn't know what to ask of her to make it different. Um, so we took like this four-year hiatus, and surprisingly enough, we came back together. And, and it's funny because we used to live like five minutes from each other, and we didn't even see each other for four years, not at the local grocery store, at stoplights. We have children the same age. And then we happened to run into each other at a Starbucks and um, we rekindled our friendship. And it was great how we both had grown where I can ask more about what I need and she's able to be there for me too. And it's, it's just lovely how you can sometimes rekindle relationships if you both grow in the areas where you can both, you know, be nurtured and fed. And one of the the kind of a rule to look at if you're not sure if you're surrounded by people who can really support you is when you get on the phone with them or you're meeting them for coffee, how much time is dedicated to you? You know, because there's those people like you get 30 seconds of checking in for you. And Mike's laughing right now, by the way. I am. Yeah. And then the next hour is all about them, you know, and that is not um, a balanced relationship because that person is obviously too needy. They obviously know you can give good advice because they're not leaving the table, but apparently they don't take it because they're not improving necessarily, you know, because then they can't offer advice for you. They're not learning from their life experiences in the way that you are. Um, So that's a a good measuring device. You know, how much time am I spending (laughs) listening and is it equal? And I also find that support comes in different, uh, different levels for different folks. We all have different personalities. We have different needs. So one friendship may have vastly different levels of support in either direction than another. And I find that rather interesting. I I just think you're so absolutely right. And I'm so glad you pointed that out. And you made me think of my ex-husband when you said that. And, you know, I think the biggest contribution he has to our relationship is how much he loves our daughters. And I'm eternally grateful. But he's really great. When I need to buy a new car, he goes and does the deal for me. When we have holiday dinners, he cooks the meal. You know, so he he comes and offers his support in ways that I so appreciate, but not necessarily the way my dearest and closest friends do. Sure. But still very necessary. And life goes on. And why not try to maintain a relationship, particularly when it involves your children? Yeah. What's more important than your children and their environment? You want to be, you know, healthy, nurturing, safe. And as we grow and get older, kids included, that means different things to different folks as well. I, I so agree. And our kids love it when we get together. I mean, they are more excited, obviously, than he or I are, obviously. Um, but the kids are like, the, like, they love that when we all go out to dinner or the holidays. They just love seeing the whole family at the table at the same time. So he and I work at, you know, creating good karma 
for ourselves in this lifetime and other lifetimes so that uh, we don't have to repeat our old patterns in um, old relationships. That's right. It, all, it always helps for a former spouse to, uh, particularly, again, if children are involved, to think of them as the wife or, and or husband or husband of your children. And I think that really helps to frame it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, I, I agree with that. That's a really good point of view that there are people bring different things to your life. I think you just have to be clear about it. You know, because I know that if I have an emotional need, I wouldn't call him. But if I had a flat tire or the kids needed something, he'd be there in a heartbeat. And and those are also needs that I have for my life, but um, not necessarily ones, the other ones that he can fulfill for me. Oh, that's really a great point of view. I so appreciate you clarifying that. Also, I have a medium workshop coming up in October. So this will be the first workshop that I've taught titled that. And um, it's actually the other side, but we're going to be talking about medium work. We're going to be working on connecting with loved ones and family members who are on the other side. So you want to go to my website at energyintuitive.com and sign up for that class. I'm very excited about it. Then, of course, we'll have the Stepping into Consciousness class again in October. That's a two-hour class at the Redmond Town City Marriott. That'll be lots of fun. And then maybe you'll be able to join me in Hawaii. Well, I'll be hanging out, I hope anyway, a little bit with Ram Das and Wayne Dyer and Eckhart Tolle. You can go to either one of their websites to find information or I'll repost the information on my Facebook page again. But if you scroll down to old, older posts, you'll find that information. Um, this um, several-day workshop, I think it's about five days in Maui, is being put on by Hay House and Sounds True and Eckhart Tolle TV. So that's very very exciting. And then in November, this is something you want to um, perhaps register for already. You can go to the website or you can go right away to eastwestbookshop.com. I'll be teaching um, a class called Riding the Wave of Happiness on November 11th, 2011, kind of a special date. And that class did sell out last spring or this recent spring. So you want to um, go ahead and sign up for that class sooner rather than later if you want to be there on the 11th. And if you're not there, I hope you're at some really cool event because that's a magical date here for us. 11, 11, 11. 11 is a very special magical number. So I hope that you find a great place to be at, whether dining with friends or taking a cruise or going on some kayak trip or um, howling at the moon, whatever it is, I hope that you really enjoy your time on that day because that'll be a magical day and I wouldn't want you to miss it. Well, I've certainly enjoyed our time here on the show today. And thank you again, Mike, for taking care of us while Eric's been gone. I, I do a lot of shows, and i got to tell you, this is one of my favorite because there's always a takeaway. Even though I'm scurrying around, pushing buttons and doing <laughs> stuff, i still got my one my, my ear on, so I'm sort of listening to The good to ear it. you were yeah, about to say, yeah, right? The good, the good <laughs> ear. Okay, yeah, you caught me. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, we it's a pleasure because I haven't worked with you, I think, since um, yeah, the evening show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thank you so much, and I look forward, if Eric goes on vacation again, I look forward to you coming into the studio and being a day owl instead of a night owl and hanging out here with us. There will be another time. Great. Thank you so much, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, until Thursday, joyful blessings. Bye-bye.